Welcome to the Geeks of the Machine podcast, the only podcast where you can get unfiltered, overpowered opinions of four friends about the best shows in geek TV. I am your host, Michelle, and as my co-host today, we have Darnell. Hello. Darnell? Sup? What's up? Sup? What kind of... What kind of... Sup? Sup? All right, so before we get started, I just wanted to take time to remind the listeners to subscribe and review the podcast. It helps us out, and we are always looking for your feedback. Geeks of the Machine is available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and any place where podcasts can be found. So last week was the premiere episode of The Flash. Um, I honestly can't recall what happened in it. Can you? The last episode? Yeah. Yeah. It's basically, um, they were still dealing with, you know, their grief over Nora. You know, oh, still, yeah. You know, trying to make excuses like, oh, it's okay, you know, because we'll have another Nora, but not, you know, accepting the fact that it still won't be that same person. That's basically what it kind of centered around. Okay. Well, thank you for the recap, Darna. <laughs> All right. So for this week's episode, the summary goes, Faced with the news of his impending death, Barry's resiliency suffers as he struggles to fight fate. Cecile's career as a DA conflicts with her identity when she crosses paths with a villainous metahuman. That is the summary. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, Donna, tell me quickly, what were your initial thoughts of this particular episode of The Flash titled, um, what's the title? Oh, A Flash of Lightning. Hmm, really? A flash of light? Okay. Um, overall, I, I liked the episode. It took me through some roller coasters because I was really mad at Barry. Then I liked the way they subverted my expectations. So I would give it probably a solid eight. Really? I understand. What would you give it? Mm, if I had to put a numerical value on it, probably like a six or a seven. What? Yeah, I mean, I liked the episode. I definitely liked it more than last week's episode. Matter of fact, this is how I felt about last week's episode. Um, After this one, we could have definitely done away with all of that. And they could have ended last season with the monitor scene. And then we could have picked up with this episode as the premiere episode. You know what I mean? This episode? Yeah, because the last episode kind of wasn't... I don't know. It was kind of mediocre in comparison to this. And this was mediocre too. You know what I mean? It's just a little bit, in my opinion, it's a little bit better. It was well crafted. I didn't feel like there were any slow points. I was actually interested in the story, like the B, the B line story. And then you had the C line um, story with, I'm sorry. um, Killer Frost. Thank you. With Killer Frost. I prefer this one, whereas in the other one, the only person that I really wanted to, the only storyline I really wanted to see was Barry and Iris dealing with Nora, and that's kind of a downer, so. But, I mean, they had to, like, I have to disagree, like, they had to have that last episode because you have to deal with the aftermath of Nora. They can't just jump into everything else, you know. I mean, they could have put, like, some, I'm sad in this one, too. Yes. <laughs> Glad they got out the way for the most part last episode. Now they worry about keeping Barry alive again. Well, speaking of Nora, okay. I mean, the timeline jumped up five years. Because of Nora. Well, no. It's not because of Nora. We already know it's not. You need to hush up. (laughs) Secondly, we already knew Nora was supposed to be born around this time anyway. So... I mean, I'm waiting for the announcement that, you know, there's about to be a Wes Allen baby. Uh, yes. See, the problem is, I think, like, based off of the timeline that they gave us, Iris is supposed to be pregnant, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I kind of don't want her to be pregnant right now. Yeah, she's getting her career started. Mm-hmm. She's got a lot of stuff going on. I got an idea who's going to get pregnant. Who? I guess we'll, you know, we got to wait to get a little further into it and I'll bring it up. All right. All right, so we start off this week's episode with what I have labeled as back to manipulating the future. (laughs) (laughs) Because, come on, the first instinct Barry has as he is talking about how he never realized, which is fair, that he didn't um, 
that he would die. He always thought he would just disappear. There was always a chance that he could come back, even though, you know, when Nora came back and revealed that you didn't come back ever, that you know, he still thought that he should have hope that he could return. Now yeah. he knows, no, you are dead. You are dead, dead. You are so dead. There is no particles of, about you anywhere. No one can ever put you back together. He didn't say all that, but yeah. Well, we know that's true. I mean, uh, what's his name? Um, the monitor. No. Uh, Wa- not Wally. Oliver. Oh, okay. I said Wally. <laughs> Oliver saw what happened to both Supergirl and Barry. So he knew that they disintegrated. Mm-hmm. And he made a deal. So, I mean, matter of fact, speaking about the monitor, so do you think that the monitor lied to Barry about him needing to die. Well, because you got to remember that Oliver made a deal to try to save them. So how is that all going to come into play, in your opinion? I mean, I don't think he's really lying because, again, the way the timeline is supposed to work out, Barry is supposed to die. Now that Oliver has made this deal, yeah, he may save him, but he has to kind of go with the original plan. And also, I'm pretty sure Oliver said, look, we can't tell Barry because Barry's going to spend all this whole time trying to save Oliver. Maybe a whole other thing. Okay. I don't know. I mean, I, I agree with you. I'm hoping... I'm not hoping for Oliver's death because I actually like his character, especially when Barry and Oliver are on screen together. They're pretty funny. But it would be... I feel like Oliver is a little too self-sacrificing mm-hmm. if you really think about it. And Barry is one of those people where, where to Oliver he's worth saving because he's so light. It's something that Oliver keeps saying. He's so light. He's so happy-go-lucky. And when you see someone who has that type of innocence within them, you don't want to extinguish that fire. You mm-hmm. want to try to preserve it. It's just said that it's going to have to come at the expense of, you know, Oliver. And his show. <laughs> I haven't even watched the last season. I haven't watched any of them, so. All right, so... Ramsey displays his power. You know, he decides that he wants to purchase, I guess it's a, a weapon to try to yeah. steal dark matter from. No, so the weapon runs off dark matter. Are you sure? Definitely sure. That's why because... he it the first time. He went and he took the little power module and that was dark matter. Oh, okay. Because I thought he was going to use that to try to storm Star Labs and steal some dark matter. What did you think but, happened last episode when he took it out and used it for I the experiment? I blanked it out. <laughs> okay. I literally blanked it out. I, I was going off of the preview. I mean, mm-hmm. not the preview, the recap. Mm-hmm. And a recap showed him like, yeah, you got it at Star Labs. I need the dark matter. So I'm like, oh, it's a gun. He's going to rob him. That's what, really? what I was thinking. You see an ethnic person with a gun? That's the first thing you think we Oh, please. Terrible. Please, get out of here. You Terrible. know that was not how that was supposed to go. Terrible. But, had, I mean, this is was a weird scene to me. Because the guy going to come up there with the gun. First of all, why would you sell that gun for $500? Yeah, I don't know how you jump from 500 to 5000 and not tell the person. Like, Even if I had the money to do so, you think I'm just going to be having it? No, like, who walking around with $5,000? It's in your pocket. Like, I want First of all, all right, I got two things with this, all right? Firstly, Ramsey should have known that weapon wasn't worth $500. Clearly. It runs off of dark matter. That is a multi-thousand dollar weapon, okay? I don't know where he got that idea from. So you think the first taste is always free? (laughs) Two. The water cash he was holding clearly was more than $500. He must have had nothing but ones. I was about to say, 500 ones or fives. Come on, not even fives. Nine and fives. Like, that is not even close. Like, See, that looked like a several... Who would do that? I, listen, trade secret, when you want to look like you got more money than you, what you do is you wrap some money around a wad of paper and it makes sure like you got way more than what you got. Or you get Monopoly money. I mean, I feel like it's easy to do the wad of paper because you actually have to pay to get Monopoly money. Well, I mean, you, if you already have it. Mm. All right. So... We go to the scene where, uh, what's his name, Cisco and Ralph, Ralph and Killer Frost go to. Art I don't gallery. know her name. It's an art gallery, whatever her name is. Cisco's new girlfriend, who yeah. who knows everybody's secret identity now. Right, That's I can't. Part. I feel bad not knowing her name, but I don't know. Her. Uh, Camilla. There we go. I don't feel like she's gonna last longer than the season. Isn't it? I mean, I don't know, but Camilla's there and. 
Killer Frost is there, and Killer Frost is saying some disparaging things about the art, saying how it's trash, how, you know, this person clearly couldn't take a picture of focus because they were afraid <laughs> to. I'm sorry. So I was rude. laughing. This is your I, rude individual. I'm not rude. I'm very nice. I would never say it to their face. She took it a step further than me. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, this is my thing. I've always been raised. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Mm-hmm. For the most part, I stick to that. Do I not? Yeah. Thank you. So, I mean, I was thinking that, though. Now about the whole keeping it in focus part, I feel like she was going a little too far with that one. Obviously, that was stylized. But the the used tissue in the art, come on. That's just disgusting. That's like, I mean, a lot of, no, that, see, that that's like, you know, true to form. A lot of, you know, new wave artists, they use junk and tissue, just all those crazy little things to express their art now. Okay, you know what's so bad about abstract art? Mm-hmm. is that you'll have people who are extremely skilled and thoughtful about how they're piecing this artwork together. Mm-hmm. And then you have people who aren't. And the sad part is, to the average person, you they wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And that's the problem with it. Like, that's not with it like you guys need to redo this whole thing, but... That's one of the pitfalls with abstract art. You can't really tell who put any effort into it. They literally had a... Well, there was a YouTube experiment where this woman decided to create a fake art gallery and just put any garbage together. She... People was willing to spend thousands of dollars for the artwork. Mm -hmm. Thousands. And she was like, I don't believe it. This took me five seconds to do. And that's the problem. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, what I didn't like about that whole scene is I don't think that it's a good idea to create the... I know why they did it for budget reasons, why they told her, okay, we're going to inject you with some nanites so your eyes can be normal so the actress wouldn't have to wear contacts and that we wouldn't have to modulate your voice. You know what I mean? But I feel like the actual message is that society is not ready to accept um, metas. And that's the message that I'm getting. I'm like, okay, what are you guys doing to move the ball forward? Because right now it's constant secrets. Um, it's people pretending that metas don't exist. And whenever we do see a meta, they're always on the news as doing something wrong. You know what I mean? I mean, so, yeah. I mean, besides the flash and elongated, man, it's ain't to me metas, at least in the city, doing anything good. Like, there's a, you know, there's a lot of things that metas could do. You know, there's some agriculture power but right now the show chooses to write them you know in the narrative is bad i mean they still don't have it as bad as the x-men x-men they can save everybody's life and then still be you know touted as the enemy i mean they pretty much are like right now i mean it's really reminiscent of our of course they're using our judicial system as the basis of like all this stuff that's happening Mm -hmm. but at the same time the problem that i have is like if you guys as the characters within the show you identify that this is an issue, which Cecile brings up by the end of it. Why aren't you doing the next step to integrate everyone together where it's not, I don't believe in a melting pot, you know what I mean? But I do believe in a nice chunky stew, you know, (laughs) where everybody has their, you know, the taste and integrity within themselves, but they all work together. So that's what I want. Now, you talking like as far as the people who are writing the Flash, or as far as just in universe? In universe. Yeah. I guess it's sort of it takes a ways to go because metahumans are still relatively new. And you gotta think of it this way: if the only people getting um, screwed over in the system is just metas, I think they're doing okay. If they, oh, if everybody else is getting fair trials, minorities, everything else. Do you think minorities are getting fair trials? I mean, Cecilia talk like the way, they, like I said, they were using the metas to me as like a stand-in for like you know minorities. In my opinion, the way she was talking about it. So, I feel like everybody else must be good if Meta's the only ones getting screwed over. Okay, so, first of all, that's not a good thing. I mean... I, too, <laughs> how, how do you think... Like, what do you think is going to happen when Black Lightning comes into this universe? Keep in I, mind, I didn't watch season three, and I didn't enjoy season two, but uh, it's very much heavy in the social, um, like, consequences of the law and how people interact with each other when it comes to minorities... In general. So, I'm wondering, you take a show that that's, that's that heavy that actually deals with real-world conflicts where they actually rip 
um, news lines out the paper and put it on a show for you to see to a show that's like, yeah, everything is kumbaya except for you, uh, except for your you matters over there. You matters, y'all the ones who we can ostracize and mistreat, but everybody else is kumbaya. What do you think is going to happen when he comes over? Well, if it, first of all, let me say the joke first. When he if he comes over, he's like, man, why is my universe so screwed up and why is this one so peaceful? But in all honesty, he's not going to spend enough time in Flash's universe to, or any of the other universes. Or anything. I feel like he's going to come. This will be towards the end of the battle. Everything's going to hell. Where you can't tell one universe to the next because everything's getting destroyed. He's going to come and help out with the fight. If anything, the Flash will probably go to the, his universe. But I doubt he'll spend any amount of time on any of the other universes. They'll probably do a couple dimension hoppings. That's about it. He's not going to have time to notice anything. I guarantee you they're not going to notice Okay, so... We have, I believe, five episodes of the uh, crossover event, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So we got Supergirl, The Flash, Arrow, and who's the other two? Is it Batwoman? Batwoman. Maybe Legends? Maybe Legends. I kind of wish that, um, that, what's his name? Bad. Oh, goodness. Pe- uh, Jefferson. Oh, Black Lightning. Oh, and Titans. I kind of wish it was seven so they all could get their own episode. Really and not ne- not necessarily because I want it to be, like, grounded in their universe. But I would like the time to actually see everybody react to the crap that's going on. I mean, based off of what you're saying, it's very plausible that they could just rush him through. Really and they could do the so. same with Titans. I'm hoping they don't do that. I want, like... I definitely, want- definitely the Titans. That's coming <laughs> off the CWC. And Jefferson and his Black Knight universe, too, because, one... Like you said, his job is way too grounded. Like, I'm still trying to figure out how that monitor is going to show up. Like, just imagine his wacky looking ass. The monitor showing up like, there's going to be a crisis. Like, get the hell out of here. <laughs> you know? Well, you know. As powerful I, as the monitor is. I expect Anissa to do that. Um, I expect Anissa to say something like either that. Either way, they're going to try to attack the monitor and punish him or whatever. But either way, it's going to be real quick. And they probably just going to grab Jefferson. Like, we need you. Because, like. Yeah, he says way too. His world is way, well, way too grounded. It's not even just grounded. Jefferson. I know that the younger Jennifer is definitely in a crossover right. too. The whole family, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they, like you said, the universe is way too grounded to be having all these random supers just jumping in here and stuff. You know. But could you imagine? Hold on. Could you imagine? All right, if they put in um, what's his name, Robin Junior. So Jason. Robin Junior. And I would definitely love to see very. Oh my god, I just can't wait. Anyway, moving Jason on. Jason would we... talk way too much shit to everybody. Nobody like <laughs> they have to. They have to. He have to, they have to tone him down for the CW because he curses way too much. You can't just have, you can't come in here acting all all like that. I mean, he probably like he's probably as far as compared to most of the people on the CW, probably one of the best fighters. Except maybe Arrow might be able to beat him. Maybe, but I'm talking about as far as hand to hand goes and those special powers. Mm-mm. I'm trying. I don't think nobody in Flash can see him hand to hand without their powers. Well, definitely Arrow could see him hand to hand because Arrow is supposed to be basically this universe's Batman. Yeah, he really is a Batman copy. I would really love to see Jason versus Batwoman. I want to see her hand him his ass, and I don't even like Batwoman, but I well, would she love to see. Well, she, she can't fight. She can't fight. I haven't seen that show yet, so I have me. All right, check out can... the Batwoman podcast. <laughs> me and Jasmine talk about it every Monday or Tuesday, but you get the podcast. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, one of my, we're getting on a tangent, but one of my complaints about the show is that if it's supposed to take over Arrow's um, spot as the dark show mm-hmm. within the Arrowverse, they really going to have to up their game when it comes to the the fighting choreography, the fight choreography overall. But well, other than that, I, I enjoy the show. Like I said, you can't, you can't become a part of the Bat family if you can't fight. I'm sorry, that's a prerequisite. The only person I mean, she can, she just like they do a lot of jump cuts and so like she's like running towards you. Next thing you know, they they cut and she's already up there. So right, they <laughs> kick you and then they cut and you're on the ground. Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> you kicked me into another scene. All right, so one of my things that I'm really that's really irritated me is the whole running gag on a flash where everybody knows who's the flash. You know oh, what I mean? That gets on my nerves. And the reason why is because, all right, now Cecile is following after Barry's footsteps. Because when they had the scene where she was sitting there talking to the girl about, come on, tell me. Um, no, she was staring at Ale- in Allegra's eyes, right? Like, just intensely. I'm like, I feel like you're about to just say you're a meta. Like, you're giving me... <laughs> 
the vibe that you're about to just spill your beans and say, I yeah. can save you. And lo and behold, she does it by the end of the episode. Hey, somebody, I guess you need to join the show. They need a new vibe. Huh? I said you need to join the show. They need a new vibe on there. Uh, well, how would she... Okay, we'll get into we'll get into that some more. So, I mean, tell me, how do you feel about that? That what This seems to be a thing where everybody knows everybody because Camilla or Camille knows everyone. Um, uh, what's her name? Cecile is telling random kids her powers, what they are, or who she is. Uh, she, yeah. I don't understand. So what's happening it's, here? They just speed everything along. Cause think how long it took for Joe to tell Cecile about everything when they first started dating. He took a reasonable amount of time. Right, they, right. What happened to <laughs> Cecile's daughter? Yeah, after she got done stripping, I think Cecile just disowned her. <laughs> <laughs> like, we haven't heard from her. She had a little she crush on Wally. Yeah, that would have been weird. And like you say, if you think of it this way. If you ain't going to see that current child who you always, she's always sleep some damn where. <laughs> and then you definitely not going to see the older daughter. She's gone oh, I'm definitely going to put out a, a tweet of um, like a milk carton. Like, where is she? <laughs> Do you, you She's have, missing. Have, you, have they ever even shown her besides being a baby? Like, you don't even know what she looked like, though. <laughs> no, not even Jenna. I'm talking about the oldest child. Oh, I told you, she off, she's gone. She's off stripping in Europe to find herself. Mm-hmm. She's probably off a Wally somewhere. <laughs> anyway, but my whole thing with Cecile... I think they're just trying to expand her character, give her something else to do, make her more integral to the plot. Because now, when she's not the DA, she won't have any so many constraints on her. She has, like you said, legitimate reasons to try to help Metas in the um, you know, in the field, in the, in the law field, or whatever. Shoot. But this was the solution last season. You know what I mean? When she actually got her powers, everyone was already well. I was saying already that she should just go ahead on and be a defense attorney well, because, she like, once herself. you. Huh? She had to find her. She, she was just learning how to use the powers. Then it just converted over. You know, you had to kind of get a handle on it and figure out what you want to do. She okay, fair enough. They're not superhero-based powers, so you can't just be a hero like that. Fair enough. But then, again, maybe she could do more good as a prosecutor. Like, now that I'm thinking about it, if if you can sense when someone is innocent, it will be a lot easier to try to subvert um, or undermine the judicial system. You know what I mean? If you're on the opposite side versus if you're the defense attorney, you're just up against an opponent whose only goal is just to put as many people in prison as possible. You know what I mean? Yeah, but she's helping the underdog because basically it's almost like, yeah, when you're a defense attorney and they just, you know, you're getting paid to defend people, especially when you're overworked or like she said, underpaid, you're not going to, you may not do the best job you can, especially because you don't even know if they're telling the truth. But she are, she's always going to know they're telling the truth, so she's going to put more effort into it, I believe. Just like she did with that, um, uh, whatever her name was, that microwave girl or radio wave girl who, again, gave people Electric. all the evidence in the world that she was guilty. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so much so that Joe gave up on a child that he knew, a person that he knew oh, since man. they were a little kid. She burned his friend in the face. No. And as a little kid, he was still picking her up for petty theft, so it's not like she was a good um, little kid. It's petty crime, not double homicide. One leads into the other, okay? No, it does not. Yes. All right, so then we have mom and dad and the whole Allen family reunion. Alternate dimension, mom and dad. Alter- alternate dimension uh, where Barry finds out, like, so they strap him up in a chair or something, and they put a Jay Garrick's helmet on and hook him up to, to some... Jumper cables. <laughs> to jumper, jumper cables. To jumper cables. And we're going to send your mind to you into the future because science. Right. And his mind goes to the future, and you said this, which I didn't even pick up on, that Barry would have misinterpreted this when he said billions would die. Mm-hmm. Um, that it was actually billions of universes mm-hmm. that would die. Yeah. And Barry finally noticed, understands that, and that what his role will have to be in order for there to be the one possibility where everyone that he loves survives. Dr. Strange! <laughs> Dr. Strange! I'm sorry. I got a cough in my throat. I'm sorry. Anyway. First of all, this was in place before Doctor Strange. Nah. So, no, I mean, the I don't know about was, the but the, this whole him looking into different 
alternate universes of time. That's that's all Marvel, right? They, they just, they well, just first of like, all, don't you dare. This was like, no, don't you dare. They didn't do that. Don't disrespect. <laughs> Look, everybody, we don't know who borrowed from whom. We just know who. First of all, um, don't get me started on how Marvel steals from DC all the time. I'm just saying, in this particular instance, it was like, well, how many times and what? How many times did we win? Just one. I was like, Doctor Strange, and like, it reminds me the meme I saw on Pinterest. It was like, when you also see somebody who fucks with the um, timeline, and he's like, he saw Barry walking past Doctor Strange, he was like, Strange, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I would have saw that. That's um, I'm going to send it to you. I'm gonna send, it to you. send it. Send it. So, um, Barry sees all these uh, possible futures in, in all of the universes. Everybody dies except for the one instance where Barry sacrifices himself. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm saying that, I'm like, does Barry actually understand it's, it's not, when he said, when, when he says possibilities, is it kind of like Doctor Strange where he's running through different scenarios on what to do to try to save everyone? Yep. Or is it more or less like he sees that every iteration of himself on each one of these planets is dead? You know what I mean? Time, like basically, doc, in the uh, movie, t- uh, they stated Doctor Strange had to live through each one of those timelines experienced all the deaths and all the pain of everything until he found the one. And basically, I don't know if Doctor Strange kind of manipulated things so he wouldn't have to die, which would have been a smart thing, but Barry's not smart like Doctor Strange in this incident. But Barry had to live through, and they, they kind of upped the ante because I think Doctor Strange did like 14 million, where Barry had to do a billion, so whatever. I guess it very up the ante as far as how many timelines he had to live through. Well, that's the thing. Their timelines, not Earth's. You know what I mean? So I'm saying, like, does he. Is he understanding the gravity of the situation that it's not just timelines that are being destroyed? There are all universe. alternate dimensions are being destroyed. The whole universe, yeah. I think he understands. That's why he had, I think Barry just had to accept the fate. Like, he was accepting, like, look, if it means I can save everything, I'm going to do it. And, like, you know, Joe kind of gave him that whole speech, which I guess we'll get into later. Okay. What about um, reporter Iris and the crew? So. They're investigating the whole Allegra thing. You have Cecile talking to Iris, talking to Camilla about whether or not this woman did it. Isn't this illegal? Whether or not, like, giving all her casework so she can look into, um, so Iris can report on it and all this stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And then Ralph comes in, and he's a detective. So you got a newspaper company, you have the district attorney, and you have a detective all working together for, is it the Central Citizen? Yeah, the Central City Citizen. Yeah, so all working together at this one place. I thought this was pretty cool. I really do like it. And this is the reason why. They've been stuck in Star Labs all the time. That, but I like that we get to see Iris doing something outside of the flesh Mm -hmm. for herself. And then two, I like that we're getting to see how everyone can work together to do something else. Everybody who has non-meta abilities can work together to do something. You know what I mean? Yeah. The only one who had a meta ability was Ralph in this one. He still was using his non-one, which is detective work. So I do appreciate that. Technically, Cecile used her meta abilities to kind of figure Um, out. I forgot she's a meta. Yeah. Like, she's meta-lite. Yeah, her powers aren't really flashy. Mm Mm-mm. So like I like I said I can I can really appreciate that because it's kind of like real life where you will network with other people or for instance you notice that a friend has a particular skill and you have this particular set of skills and you put your set of skills together to get work done you know what I mean Yeah oh man I have a big issue with the end of the episode I gotta talk to you about once we get to it I swear to <laughs> All right so then my next note is like what the hell Joe what Where did you come from sir What Right, so, okay, so, oh, sorry about my phone. So, basically, what they do is um, Iris and Dibney go to Allegra's witness's house to question him and find out information about um, whether or not Allegra was actually the one committing these crimes. And then Allegra, what appears to have killed the witness, and then um, burns Ralph, who screams hilariously. It was the best scream I ever heard. It yeah, was great. The actor's very funny. He's funny. Yes, guy. like, he screams very well. <laughs> that sounds like a sadist. So I'm saying, you scream good. I like, I like what? But, I mean, come on. When you got a talent, you should be applauded for, okay? His scream was great. So, uh, it was very comical. So, she leaves. She runs. And out the blue, here comes Joe 
with a, a meta gun shooting at her her thigh to uh, or her um quad yeah. to uh dampen her powers or something. But that was a like, Joe, where what are you doing here, sir? You explain that later on in the episode. Yeah, but this is like I don't know. Remember, this he's is... a detective too, but he got the call saying she broke her parole and like dipped out, and so he tracked her. And he was looking like a straight badass with that gun. I was like, well, you working out, Joe? <laughs> if I was her, like, what the hell, dude? Can't you just go somewhere else? Why are you popping up out of corners when nobody asks for you? Because he's a Joe Terminator. He gets his <sighs> Yeah, he was like, he really was acting like Terminator, like, din 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 yeah, I'm like, yo. Came in like, boom. I was like, okay. You know what? Joe should have his own theme song. Joe. <laughs> he's a really? bad mother. Joe. He's not Shaft, okay? He's And you didn't even do a good job. Well, you think of a song, man. Um, I can't right now. Yeah, I would yeah, think of one. Yeah. No, no. Don't I would be, think of don't one. Don't be Killer Frost if you can't song. make your own stuff. <laughs> listen, listen. I'm going to think of one, and it's going to be his theme song. Every time Every time we talk about Joe, it is going to be um black exploitation, okay? So it's going to be a little bit Shaft, but we will be playing it every time. Okay. Uh, maybe we can do it like, you ever see Black Dynamite? Dynamite. Dynamite. No. no? But you know what? I'm going to have you do vocals. There you go. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Barry is, wait, I don't know. Oh, I may have skipped a hit. So, Barry is talking to, I don't remember her name, but his mom's doppelganger, right? I'm pretty sure it's the same name. It's not. It's not? No, I remember when they said it, I was like, oh, that's different. But um, I find it very interesting that Barry didn't tell her right away who she was to him, considering how quickly he told Jay Garrick. That's because I think he was just, he was more taken aback off of that one because his dad had just died like a little while ago. The next thing you know, let's remove your helmet. <laughs> oh, another dad. Like his mother, he had like years to really get over that. I mean, he's still taken aback. And like I said, I just felt so bad for Barry. I was like, you just can't find one other dimension where your parents are dead, too. And it's like, <laughs> your parents are not only alive, but they're always prominently featured. And shit. Right. <laughs> they're always like, doing some other stuff. You're not born, so their lives are so much better without your ass. True. That's the thing that really make you feel bad. Like, how come when I'm not born, except for like Earth 2, I think Earth 2 is good. But how come when I'm not born, my parents always live happily? <laughs> Yo, you know what? Send that to me real quick. That's the quote of the episode. That is great, because that is definitely true. In every universe that Barry doesn't... Wait, wait, that's not true. Earth Earth 2. Yeah, say Earth 2, except Earth 2. He talks to him on the phone. (laughs) Right, as long as you keep your distance. Exactly. (laughs) All right, so um, going back to the billions of instances where he tried to save everyone, there. did you notice that uh, Cisco was in Vibe's costume? No, I didn't notice that. Mm Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting here wondering, like, oh, um, how are we going to get Vibe back? A million different ways. We could be just use some technology to emulate his own powers. Who knows? Right, Why we... you gotta come up with a lame reason? Uh, I, if that's the reason, the lamest reason would be just for the um anti monitor. I mean, the monitor just to restore him. Like, oh, I'm back. I'm okay with that. Really? Yes, that's because like I don't need a whole show. You shouldn't have gotten rid of the powers anyway. Again, he's he's gonna leave the show, so. Well, was it? I wonder why he was going to leave the show. If anybody knows, let Star us. Star power. Star power. He wanted to do his own thing. Okay, I was about to make a basketball reference, but then I realized I don't watch basketball enough to say it. So. Do I. Yeah, but I know it was was it was it Irving? Who? I don't uh, know. The wormhole guy. No, no. Um, the guy he played for the I don't know, the Cleveland. Something Cavalier. I don't know who it was, but I remember everybody was joking about one player who said that he left the team because he wanted to be a star player on another team and he couldn't do that if he was on the same team with LeBron James. I thought that was Kyrie. Yeah, yeah, Kyrie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was hilarious. All right, anyway. Shout out to RDC World One. Yeah, oh, you saw that one too? Kyrie! (laughs) Kyrie! Like basically, I love them, you, brother. <laughs> like you basically turned uh, Cisco into Kyrie in this moment. So congratulations, uh, Darno. You stupid. All right. 
So Barry wakes up to doppelganger mom reading poetry to him. I felt that was weird. Kind of off. It stimulates the brain waves after you just got yeah, mad. But he said he just needed Lady Gaga. They I have Lady Gaga on Earth 3. They most likely did. They got blips. Like they got blips out there, so I don't know what they got. <laughs> All right. So, hmm. Oh, I'm going to skip a lot of this. So, when we get to the scene with when Joe's in the precinct with Allegra, she's like, I did it. I went to see the witness who pinned me as a murderer because I want to be a reporter. I was like, oh, new employee for Iris. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that In that moment, I literally wrote down new employee for Iris and then skipped to the end of the episode. Hi, I'm your new intern. <laughs> like, what are your qualifications? She could see all the waves of energy and stuff. That, that's the qualification. Do you think, okay... This will be really interesting. I, I really want to see how um the uh, Central City Citizen or whatever turns out, like how it develops, because we're seeing a lot of use of metas figuring a lot of these stories out. I do, I don't know. It just seems like, I don't know, like a patch, like they're patching all of the things that they need in in order to develop better stories. I don't know how they're going to use Allegra really to figure stuff out. I was about to say, did they need her? I feel like she's just going to be the muscle. Somebody break in there, she could, you get hit with, and then she control, she can control all the energy waves, so gamma radiation, she can make a Hulk if she wanted to. How long do you think it's going to take before she knows who Barry is? Oh, next episode. <laughs> <laughs> next episode, real talk. She already knows who Cecilia is, so you might as well at this point. <laughs> really... You know who that Cecile has. First of all, did she make the connection that Iris is Joe's daughter? Uh, maybe her name is Iris West Allen. So I mean, and she may not know his last name. I feel like she does because most times, you know, Officer West, you know, that's usually how they introduce themselves as a cop. She's not just giving out your first name like that. See, I would. I guess. I would never say my last name. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm Michelle. Like, even now, when I introduce, well, not when I introduce, when I sign my name is always Michelle, and then my last initial, that's it. Okay. So nobody can track you, huh? Well, they can, because I was crazy enough to put my last name on a website. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, let me see. Barry accepts his fate that he is meant to die, and Iris doesn't want to hear it because she still believes that they can fight, and she storms off, and he just sits there and sulks until Papa Joe comes and tells him how you need to be brave and stand back up because you're wearing an emblem that is gives people hope. powerful. What? It gives people hope. Yeah, well. And be resilient. Yeah, that gives people hope. <laughs> I'm sorry, I shouldn't laugh when I say the word hope. Really? <laughs> So Do you terrible. laugh at Superman when you hear him? You see that his emblem literally means hope in his home. Yeah, I, I always laugh at Superman. He's not my favorite character. We've been through this. Doesn't mean you should laugh at him. Um, I don't know. Up, up, and away. And, he doesn't you say know, that anymore. Well, he did say it. Well, the Batman did the bat, uh, the bat Tusi. You know, you remember that? Remember Adam West Batman? All the goofy ass stuff he did? Listen, that was in the 60s when he was high. That's okay. okay. Everybody when Superman was going up, up, away. That's when he was in the forties and fifties. He wasn't high though. You don't know who because the two he guys. He definitely the wasn't on drugs. <laughs> Listen, he can't get drunk. I mean, red kryptonite pretty much, you know. And then the purple kryptonite, all the kryptonite. Do you think he had additional kryptonite? Yeah. No, we all know Batman had access to drugs. He was on LSD. <laughs> really? You gonna say Batman drug? <laughs> <laughs> like just he was like, out here partying. Okay, the bat tusi. You can, never, you, can never, you can never forget that. I'm just saying. Oh my goodness. All right. So what did you oh, think chum. about um, Papa Joe? Again, best dad ever. He always comes like, you know, he comes up with the words what we need to hear. Because Barry was sitting there feeling horrible. Not just because he broke his wife's heart, but he's also recovering from having, you know, jumper cables hooked up to his head. Which again, just, I feel like even if he's superior, you shouldn't have to go through that. But he just sat down. Joe was like, you can tell me or you cannot tell me. But either way, you just know I'm here for you. Right? That right there is always just a strong, strong bond. That's not me as a parent at all. Well, you need to learn boundaries. 
No, I don't have any boundaries. Listen, you going to tell me and you going to tell me now. Your children are going to just separate from your ass when they get on. <laughs> I'm done. If they do that, then that's on them. Don't See, cry to me when you broke, when you out on the streets. I told you. This is why we need a Papa Joe. Papa Joe, no matter what you do, it's all I don't know if I could be that forgiving. I don't know. We'll see. Because my thing is, all right, here's my, this is an ongoing issue with me, right? Mm-hmm. I don't like when people come to me complaining about their problems over and over again. Like, the first time I sit and listen, I could be that listening person. Mm-hmm. If you come to me about the same problem multiple times, and then I give you advice on how to fix it because you obviously couldn't figure it out, and you decide not to use my advice and then keep having the same problem, don't come back and complain to me. I'm done listening. I mean, I hate that too. And I've got a friend that does that all the time. But I mean, you got to do it if, to be a friend. I mean, you deal with your dog's problems all the time. I'm pretty sure that's the same. Oh, that, that's different, first of all. That's different. And secondly... How is it different? All right, it's different because I can decide that, like, for instance, if I knew them eating, of course I know this, but if they, uh, let's say they kept eating chocolate for whatever reason, right? We know it's deadly to dogs. I would stop them from eating chocolate. I will remove chocolate from the house. I can control their environment to prevent certain things from happening. Only right? to a certain extent. Like to you, a certain extent, but it's a broad extent. It's something that I can't do with other relationships. Correct. With your children, you can. But like, Not really. You know how like, to a certain extent. The, it depends the, on what age. I say, once they get older, though. But think of it this way. Your dogs always bark when they see other dogs or somebody comes walking up the stairs. It's hard to control that, right? No, because what I do is I distract them or I change the channel. Yeah, but they already started, though. Ch- you'll stop it, but it, it starts. You can't ever stop it from happening. Okay, put it this way. Once I give you advice, don't come to me and you decide not to use it, and especially depending on how you decide not to use it. Like, if I tell you explicitly this is the problem, this is how you solve it, and you decide then that you're not going to listen because you don't care and you want to do it your way and you're a child of the earth or the sky or whatever you want to call it. Hippie? Then, then, yes, a hippie. Don't come to me later on complaining about how you're still having the same problems because now I don't want to hear it. I don't want to comfort you because now you're stressing me out. And the reason why is because I, if I care about you, I'm going to care that you're hurting. You need to start hiding that hurt. Maybe as For a, the both of us. Maybe as a friend you can be like that, but, you know, as a mom you can't do that. Oh, as a mom, listen, I'm going to be like that. <laughs> I think it'll change. I'll, like, go to dad. Like, yeah, I'm they, sorry. They're going to love the dad away more. <laughs> I don't, I'm okay with that. Listen, whoever I end up having kids with, they have to be the more feminine one, okay? And what I mean by that, <laughs> you have to be the available. more nurturing one. I'm. That's not me. I'm going to tell you how it is. And that's how that's going to be. Yeesh. So. <laughs> and I can't be, like, listening. I, let's not, I You know, you're we're gonna, not going to talk about my parents. You're going to be the idea. No, I'm not like that. I'm very, I feel like I can be very understanding. I can have a conversation with you. I prefer for you to communicate with me if you're having a problem. If you don't like what I said, tell me why. What about it don't you like? I can sit there and listen to you and come to a conclusion together what I'm not going to tolerate is if I create a rule in place to protect you, and let's say you're living in my house, right, mm-hmm. to protect you, and you decide to go against that rule. I look at that as a sign of disrespect. That's the equivalent of spitting in my face mm-hmm. to me. You was making a and, lot of excuses for Nora when she did that and had to hang out with the rest. When did I make excuses for Nora? You was like, well, Barry said she gave people second chances, but he also said don't bang with the reverse flash. But she still did it, and you was making excuses for Well, first for of all, he didn't really say don't bang with the reverse flash until much later after she already made the mistake. So there's that. And then, two, I didn't really give her much excuse. I was trying to, like I said, I was trying to understand why she was doing what she was doing to solve the reason why she's doing it. That was me. I'm trying to figure out why you're, why you're making these decisions so we can stop it. That was me. You were like, I want to throw her out with the bathwater. Like, come on. No, uh, the bath work. I can still throw some plants and it can be useful. She she wasn't useful, so I don't know what I would throw her with. And you're supposed to be the nurturing father type. If she was my daughter, yeah. But I'd have told her straight up, this is why you shouldn't bang with Rush Flash. Killed my mom. It would break my heart. Does it second chance? Like, yeah, somebody can give a second chance. Not us. Not our family. Okay. Murdered, murdered your grandma in cold blood. There's no second chances that we can afford here. Maybe you can find some redemption somewhere else, but it won't be from the the Allen Allen West family or whatever we want to call ourselves. 
Wow, how disrespectful. <laughs> what? How disrespectful. The Allen West family or whatever you want to re- want to call yourself. I wasn't, I wasn't sure if he took her. You know, they, they, I wasn't sure if he hyphenated know, his last name either. Like, <laughs> it, it feels like you were trying to undermine the West side of the family. That's the only thing I I'm would saying. never. Joe's the best dad ever. Oh, I'll be proud. Joe. Joe's not in the marriage. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Yo. He, he's grown married his whole life to marry his daughter. Real talk. So, just saying. Oh my God! Don't be disgusting. Is it? Am I wrong? If you think about it, he grew up the whole. Time. He had to make sure that if there's a man worthy of his daughter, he's like, if I can't find one, we'll raise one. And what do you know? A little orphan boy just shows up. He's like, perfect. It's all coming together. Mm-mm-mm. So then we have a scene between Cisco and Killer Frost, in which Cisco walks in on Killer Frost and doing um rudimentary drawing, and she is ashamed of it because she was trying to do a different drawing. She just, she's not at that skill level yet. I don't know. He extrapolated from what she said that she was trying to find a way to express herself, which I, I'm confused by because she's an adult. I get what you're going to say, but hold on. Mm-hmm. She's an adult. She should be able to articulate her feelings um, to other people. And then on top of that, they shunned her as if she was a child. I didn't like this moment at all. Darnell, step in here. I particularly liked it. One, Cisco's getting this whole dad mode. He's really giving his dad talk. But like I said, even though she has been around, as long as Caitlyn's been around, just in her head, but she never had the chance to act like a normal person. So, again, I felt like it was like the whole um, Titans with Connor. Yeah, physically she's an adult. But emotionally, I guess she's like a two-year-old, or maybe a little older, maybe like a kid or a teenager. She doesn't really know how to do it. Except for she was having experiences the entire 30-plus years of Caitlyn's existence. She was, no, it was almost like yeah, living vicariously is not the same as living. That's okay, but th- you can't compare her to Connor, because Connor literally That's what I said, not, like Connor, but not, but not the same. Which is, once again, like is a comparison. And he has like, he has like the, what's it called? That's called genetic memory. Epigenetic. Yeah, epigenetic yeah. memory. So that's kind of the similar, but again, that, Okay, I'll take that. That's my whole thing. So she just really, really found out how to be a person instead of just a weapon or evil person. Because again, it's either she was evil or she was just fighting for everybody and then going back inside Caitlyn's brain. I'm really wondering what the hell Caitlyn is doing inside her own mind. Is she just chilling? Is she unconscious? Is she asleep? Is she I don't awake? care about Caitlyn. I do. I want to know, like, how is it to be stuck inside your own head? How about else you ask Frost that? Like, forget Caitlyn. I'm not around to ask Frost You that. know what? All right, this is the one thing I would wish from the show. I don't like how they did the whole Bruce Banner thing with um, Killer Frost. I just want them to merge into one being where it's just one person, just a fully developed human being instead of what we have because i would I'm, also I be will... a Bruce Banner thing. He's done that a couple times. Okay, whatever. I don't, I'm not a fan of, Caitlyn Snow. I'm just not. I find her to be very boring. I Um, I know that she's supposed to be the mousy type. I think she was originally supposed to be Barry's love interest or something. No, 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 she wasn't. She was supposed to be an elderly woman. She was supposed to be, um, what's his name? Uh, Dr. Wells' love interest, Eh. right? I mean, her and Barry did kiss. No. Yeah, they did. No, I'm saying that doesn't count. Don't you do that, okay? And anyway, I I can I just don't like this version. She's she just feels so dull, and I'm so sorry that I really wish that I could connect with her more. But the person that I connect with more is Caitlyn, and not Caitlyn. I'm sorry, Killer Frost. Frost, who isn't um seen enough. Now I'm glad that we got this change, but I would love it where both sides of the fandom could find a character. Or um, a personality within Caitlyn that everybody could connect with. That's why I want them to just merge them. Because I'm not really a fan. And also, I'm not a fan of them um, babying her in the sense that they're doing the same thing to her that they did to Nora. Where Nora was a 30-something-year-old woman that suddenly started acting like a child. And we had to deal with that all of last season. I don't want to repeat. I don't think it's going to be as bad as Nora. Because, again, Nora, she had a chance to live her life. Again, Killer Frost is, you know, her first time living her life. And yeah, but they just wrote her bad. That's my point. It's not about whether or not in, like, in-universe. I'm not worried about that. But I'm saying, from the writing standpoint, 
they didn't do her justice mm-hmm. and I don't want to see them go the same route. And they, they do have a habit of um, having women act like toddlers on the show, which is not a good thing to do to portray women that way. You, they done it with Iris. They've they done it with Cecile. They're doing it with Caitlyn. They did it with um, Nora big time. You know what I mean? I think they had so, very immature. Mm-hmm. Just saying. But yeah, I understand your whole beef with that. But I feel like she'll grow into it. I don't know if they're ever really going to merge. Because again, merger, you know, it sounds all well and good, but it's almost like, yeah, you're giving up two versions of yourself to become somebody new. So it's almost like you're sacrificing two versions of yourself. Maybe the new one will be better. It may be know. better, but it's still sacrifice. It's just like, all right, you could be a better you, but you have to kill your old self. Like, literally, this version of you will be gone. But the new one's going to be way better than you. You suck. <laughs> I don't want to hear that. Oh my goodness! All right, so we then go to the person who I'm calling Melina from Mortal Kombat. Okay, <laughs> so Allegra's like, no, my cousin. Did you call her Allegra? Huh? Did you call her Allegra? That's her name. Sure? I feel like that's a, a, a allergy medicine. It is. <laughs> Because I was confused, too. I was like, I didn't realize Allegra was the actual name. Okay. <laughs> but Allegra um, was like her cousin, Espen, Espenzita? Espinoza. No, that's... The, es- I, I think it's Espenzita. I'm sorry Escaflone. if I'm saying it cor- incorrectly. It's not Espinoza. I that's the last name. That's an Escaflone. Oh, God. Stop, sir. <laughs> so, anyway... um. She's trying to convince her not to kill everybody in CCPD. And Melina, she looks exactly like Melina. Hey, I'm putting this out there on social media so y'all can see this. Because she literally looks like um, Melina with the mask on. I'm pretty sure she took it off. She will look, she has the messed up teeth, okay? Come on now. She's out here whooping behind. Like, when I tell you, she's handing everybody in CCPD their butt because she's a trained assassin. And she's whooping their butts. And then Barry finds out because Iris calls him and he goes there. Ooh, hold on, and hold then on. tell us what happens between Melina and before, Barry. I mean, the Flash. Before all that, this is the part I had the biggest issue with, right? Not, before, yeah. not the Flash part because I have an issue with that. But after all these things that happen, with all the metas breaking into the police station, Zoom, I think, um, I think Reverse Flash did it once, and then all the people from Earth too. Joe knows mm-hmm. people at the at, uh, Star Labs. Why haven't they installed meta human dappers all over the police station? So like, no matter who walks into there, you can just their powers are dampened regardless. So I, I know she was assassin, so she could still physically fight them. But I feel like if they had the meta human dampers just all over the station, they could have got a shot off on her. That's my whole. Okay. Why haven't they done That's that? That's fair. That's a good question. Like, you wouldn't have to worry about handcuffs or nothing. Well, to be fair, they um, Starless did help them out. Maybe they haven't developed an aerial dampener yet. No, they know. have one. Because I remember in Iron Heights, they had like a whole room. That oh, had you're right. Stuff. Like, if the technology exists, you can easily do it. I'm pretty sure, uh, what's the jump called? You know, the little, where the Suicide Squad was. What is it called? Whatever. Yeah. They have it there um, from Arrow. Whatever they have it, they, they, that's in Louisiana. I can't think. I'm of just it. saying they have the technology to put it into a building. That's all I'm saying. And that's and then of course you, you can go back to the Barry thing. Barry just you know he he took Gideon with him, which was surprising. And she's just like in his suit now. Or do you take the earpiece with him? I hope she is. <laughs> she could be like his own Jarvis. He needs some guidance. He does. So yeah, basically, um, what did you call her, Melina? Melina. <laughs> Melina can shoot energy waves, ultraviolet, whatever, at the fast at the speed of light or faster, which is way faster than apparently Barry can run for because he's nerfed in this series. And so Gideon was like, I suggest retreat and he got hit. And so Barry what he decided to do, right? Even though he had time like when she first um shot him, he dodged the first one. Then she shot him again. He slid under it, stopped, looked at it, got back up and tried to run away from it instead of going left or right. In a straight <laughs> line. <laughs> I was like, what do you know, right? So he took that hit, and so Gideon was like, I suggest a treat, and then Barry saw the sign on the wall, like, you know, remember about Joe... truth and justice. Yeah, and remember what Joe told him about being resilient. So Barry decides to tank the shot. Like, she shoots him with his, her full energy blast, and Barry just runs straight through it, taking all that damage to punch her in the chest. Like, I know he really wanted to punch her, but 
he could have easily just ran behind her and knocked her out. Like, because she can only shoot in one direction, you know, it's just not, you know, the the, the shot's not going to curve with him. So he could have easily got out the way. It makes no sense. All right. So, um, once again, I mean, not once again, I didn't mention it, but the Matter Human of the Week, I'm calling Melina, her actual name is Ultraviolet. So there you go. Mm-hmm. So, we have a scene with everybody in a group, and I, I mean, was it everybody? Yeah, everybody, Cisco uh, was there talking, everybody was talking. Mm-hmm. And they brought up something, which I think is a point. Where the heck, okay, what the heck is going on where there's a group of people stealing metahumans and training them to be top-level assassins? Again. What's going on with that? It sounds, again, like Suicide Squad, but they shut that down, so I feel like it might be a whole other group. Maybe they're bringing the League of Assassins. Is it Bell Row? Huh? Yeah, Bell, Bell? that's what it is. Bell, Bell Grove, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like something they would do who made the Suicide Squad. I'm not, I think Amanda da- Waller died in the Arrowverse, or at least disappeared. Yeah. What I know. So it sounds like them, but it could be League of Assassins. It could just be another random group. Who knows? Okay. Do you think they're going to be the big bet of the second half of season six? <sighs> yeah. Or do you think it's going to be Ramsey? I feel like, no. I, I prefer it be them, because I feel like Ramsey's going to make a lackluster villain. Unless he just does a seriously 180 and just gets super maniacal. But I don't know. What is he going to do? Make an army of zombies? Super strength zombies? I don't know. Hmm. Look, Ramsey, I'm hoping that's his name because I'm not even sure anymore. <laughs> Mohinder. I don't really, I'm not taking a shine to this character, man. I'm really not. I don't, I don't have any feelings about him. Any good feelings, at least. Like, he just seems to be an underwhelming character. And I'm not familiar with the character in the comics, okay? I will admit that. But from what they showed me in all of the promotion material from the Comic-Con trailer, everything like that, he looked like he was like, he had something going on, that he was powerful, that he was strong in his own presence, that he knew how to carry himself, that he could intimidate you just by being there. But this person, this person's been getting punked this entire episode, and... Even at the end, he gets knocked out. So, I, I don't know. I feel like he'll get there towards the end once he gets... Because I feel like it's going to be a whole other alternate personality thing. I think his power is probably going to start talking to him and stuff. We need to finish what we you started. You think he's going to be Venom? Mm, Venom or Doc... Uh, more like, you remember how Doc Ock was in Spider-Man 2? Mm-hmm. Or Green Goblin was in Spider-Man 1? For some reason, Venom's always got to have alternate personalities to make them evil instead of just being evil on their own half the time. I don't know. Like, Maybe because they want people to sympathize with him. I don't know. Like I said, that's why I love Reverse Flash. He just is what he is. He has a sympathetic backstory, but he doesn't have to hold, have a whole alternate personality to be the way he is. He just comes, you know, he goes smacking everybody. Okay, so you said there was something that happened at the end of the show that irritated you? Well, the main thing was um, the CCPD thing, because that was towards the end. That's the one I was talking mm-hmm. about. Uh, was there anything else besides that? I mean... I was happy towards the end, very least, because uh, they finally decided they're going to tell everybody. I don't know how. Like, yeah, oh. that I can understand them not telling the team right away. Mm-hmm. I can understand that because you have to come to grips with it first. Because otherwise, what's going to happen is you you're going to get bombarded with a bunch of questions and everyone's feelings, and not really know how to deal with them if you're not finished processing your own. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I can appreciate that, but. You know, I'm just ready for a crisis, man. Yeah, so that's going to take forever to get here. I'm definitely ready to see how everybody gets December forward. 8th. Isn't yeah. that when it starts? Yeah. It's like, like anything, I need this to happen. Then it's going to take like two, three weeks to go into January, which is going to kill my buzz. I don't know. Like, they should have just finished it outright. They really should have. Like, that could have been a perfect thing. What you doing on Christmas, man? Chill with the fan watching Crisis. <laughs> that's all I need to do. Man, I can't wait. Anyway... That brings us to the end of the podcast. So, I want to thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Don't forget to leave a review. We really want to hear from you, okay? We want your feedback. Be a part of the discussion. Tell us your thoughts, not only about the podcast itself, but also the show. Like I said, if you write a review or if you leave a comment, we will definitely bring it up during the podcast. Um... Also, one of the best ways to 
get your opinions about a show out to us is to use the hashtag for the flash anyway hashtag gotm flash on twitter we will check it out at the beginning of every podcast so we make sure that we can talk about it with you guys okay um join us on discord twitter facebook and of course overpowered entertainment.com all right you can go there you can see all of our podcasts there also you can see all of our podcasts with on any network that you're on so itunes stitcher spotify we're there too um but on overpowerentertainment.com you get news articles you get um you you'll get opinion pieces you'll get our top tens like darnell wrote a top 10 about my hero one of the reasons, what are the top 10 reasons why yeah. Deku a is a hero? hero? Yes. A true hero. Truest. True. I don't agree with them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't agree with any of those reasons. Deku's not a hero. Hater. I'm not a hater. He still has some leveling up to do, okay? It's not about being level up to be a hero. <laughs> I mean, you gotta level up. You can't be a hero just because. Yes, you you gotta have some qualifications. He has all the qualifications. All right, well, let us know on that article if you agree or disagree. And that's it. So we will see you guys next week. Bye. Peace.